Welcome to the Intravitreal Injection Podcast, a patient-focused series where Dr. John Pitcher explores different perspectives on the most commonly performed medical procedure in the world. Thank you again for joining me on the Intravitreal Injection Podcast. It's Dr. Pitcher uh, with a, another a special guest, um, Carol, one of my patients for many years who's receiving intravitreal injections for um, wet macular degeneration. And um, first of all, thank you for coming. You're welcome. In <laughs> um, today's episode, we're talking specifically about monitoring. And, um, you know, I, I've talked to you before about the value of intravitreal injections, and we went through, you know, how you've been getting them and how long, and, uh, you know, your father losing his vision. So, Catching it early is clearly a very important thing, and one of the ways that we identify uh, changes in people's vision uh, currently is with something called the Amsler grid. Can you can you describe to me? I know you use it. Can you just describe to me what it looks like? Um, it's just a, a grid with a, a dot in the center, uh, which you fixate your vision on that, and then. From there, you look to see if there's any waviness or uh, what's the word? Uh, any other sorts of uh, distortion? I think is what we yeah distortion yes in in the lines of the grid, <clears throat> and it's really pretty helpful. Um, I find it very helpful actually, and I can tell really even just kind of the slightest difference. I don't do it every day by any means, but sometimes. Originally, that uh, I was working at a company where I was doing a lot of uh, small columns with numbers on it, and that's when I started no- noticing the difference in my vision, the waviness, and I knew that something had changed, something was wrong. So that's sort of, in a way, I guess, was kind of like a, a grid, you know, sort of situation. But having the grid, I keep it up on my refrigerator and... I try to do it at least a couple of times a week. I just cover each eye and look at it individually and uh, sort of check in that way. <clears throat> and uh, I just, it just it makes me feel a little more uh, in control knowing that, you know, if there's something, if I should see something that changed drastically, I could alert, get, you know, alert to it right away and not wait another three or four or six weeks for my next shot. So... Yeah. It's kind of a yeah, it's kind of a comfort to have it there. <clears throat> yeah, that's a great a great point. You know, it's really critical to detect macular degeneration, especially wet macular de- degeneration early and alert your eye doctor or retina specialist if there's any changes and checking one eye at a time as you mentioned is really important because you could have both eyes open and not notice that one eye is having a problem if you don't close or cover one eye at a time. And look at the central dot and look for those new areas of waviness or new areas of blind spots or blacked out areas. It's not perfect. Like you mentioned, it's sometimes tough to remember to do it. So we do have patients that are not even as good as you are at it, and they may go weeks or months um, without looking at it. And so I, I do, like you said, encourage patients to, to utilize the tool and you know, we're looking for new ways to help patients monitor at home that maybe either 
more sensitive than the Amsler grid or easier to use, you know, easier to communicate with your doctor. There's a lot of different exciting things that are uh, potentially coming down the pike to help with monitoring at home. So thank you again for, for <coughs> offering your insight and joining me, and I uh, appreciate, appreciate you coming on the show. You're very welcome. appreciate the opportunity. The Amsler grid has been the standard of care for decades. As Carol describes, it is subjective and can be challenging to remember to use. It may be difficult to determine the clinical relevance of the results. In this new era where it may be difficult to regularly see your eye doctor, there is a need for new and better ways to detect changes in your macula from home. So it's my pleasure to uh, welcome Kester Nahan um, to the podcast. Uh, Dr. Nahan is a scientist and uh, the CEO of Nodal Vision Incorporated, uh, who has been working uh, for a while now to develop ways of monitoring from home for patients who have macular degeneration or other retinal diseases. Um, and uh, Dr. Nahan has some unique perspective to give us um, on this subject. We just heard from a patient who uh, uses the Amsler grid at home. And uh, Amsler grid's been around for quite a while. It's a, a useful tool to help uh, detect changes in patient's vision and potentially changes in uh, macular pathology, which could um, uh, need to be treated. So welcome and thank you for joining me, Dr. Nahan. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, so first of all, maybe we could uh, get started with just a little bit about, of your background. Can you tell us about uh, your training uh, and also, you know, how you kind of got into this field? Yeah, I, um, I'm a physicist by training. Um, I had a very early interest in, in biomedical optics and laser medicine. Um, and uh, during my PhD thesis, I really got in touch with ophthalmology um, and uh, did collaborative work with, uh, with some retina specialists on laser therapy. Um, and then, yeah, I really stayed in that laser therapeutic field. Um, I'm born and raised in, in, in Germany, went to university in um, Hamburg in the northern part of Germany. After my PhD, I uh, moved to Silicon Valley, worked for a medical laser company there. Uh, I was actually working outside the field of ophthalmology. I worked in the field of urology. Uh, we introduced a new uh, surgical procedure for the treatment of benign prosthetic hypoplasia. Um, and uh, after the time there, which was very successful, we you know, grew a company very quickly. We sold it off to a larger player. I went back to Germany and sort of reunited with some former colleagues from my research days, which at the time had developed a new imaging type of technology, uh, which is optical coherence tomography, uh, which was just about to enter um, the ophthalmic market. Um, and so I joined Heidelberg Engineering, uh, which is one of the premier um, ophthalmic diagnostic uh, equipment uh, companies uh, and uh, helped introduce and, and really grow the, uh, introduce a new market and a new product platform uh, into the retina specialist market. Uh, and that's today used by many retina specialists to manage the treatment of uh, wet AMD. Um, and that's the same technology that now uh, at Nodal Vision, we're, we're actually bringing to the patient's home. So let's talk about where we are now. You know, a patient who's listening to this podcast will typically go to their uh, their eye doctor's office, and in particular, if they're getting injections, they go to their retina specialist's office at some some interval um, or on an urgent basis. And oftentimes, we'll get 
dilated. Um, we'll get an OCT scan done, which we share with the patients and show to the patients, um, and then get an, uh, an examination and then potentially get an injection. So it's a lengthy, arduous process. We know that patients uh, have a lot of uh, burden on themselves and caregivers to come in and, and see, their, uh, see their eye doctors. Um, and right now we're relying on the Amsler grid, which you know, has been around for decades, and um, how do you see um, the limitations to what the Amsler grid um, has and, and perhaps, um, you know, what advantages there may be to using some of the technology that your, your company is developing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Amsler grid, as you said, has been around for, for a very long time. Yeah? Um, it is a very subjective test. Um, and uh, it, it requires the patient uh, to pay very close attention to the visual impression that they have uh, when looking at the at the Amster grid. Now there are technologies uh, uh, available um, that um, add an analytics layer uh, to such a test um, by uh, actually instead of looking on a, a piece of paper, or looking at a screen uh, and trying to trace, asking the patient to trace whether um, um, patterns that they're, they're being presented to them uh, have any sort of abnormal shape. And instead of asking the patient whether they uh, feel that this shape was slightly or, or a strongly abnormal, um, actually now asking an algorithm to perform that type of analysis. And this is where uh, these days, artificial intelligence can be used um, to respond and to analyze the patient's uh, responses to viewing certain structural um, uh, images. Th- what I just described is essentially a, a type of uh, digital Amsler grid yeah, uh, that's been implemented in the Fossey Home Platform, uh, which our um, remote diagnostic clinic provides to patients as part of a monitoring uh, service. So it's a device uh, and it's a really intelligent software um, that analyzes um, the test data uh, that patients produce. So let's start with that. The, the 4C Home device has been around now uh, for a while and it was studied as part of the age-related eye disease study um, from the NIH. And it, it seems like patients who were using the device were better able to maintain uh, good vision if they had uh, a recurrence of wet macular degeneration compared with those who are not. Um, how, how often do patients use such a device and, um, and, and what, ex- what is the patient experience with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so patients are being asked to perform this test on a daily basis. Uh, now, of course, as for every one of us, uh, there's a lot going on in life. Usually patients end up testing uh, about uh, four times a week. Um, all this data is automatically um, um, analyzed. And if uh, any abnormalities are being detected, uh, then uh, we provide information to the uh, retina specialist or optometrist or ophthalmologist who prescribe the service. Um, and the um, office then gets in touch with the, uh, uh, with the patient. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a, uh, definitely a, a high-frequent test uh, to pick up very early signs of uh, conversion from intermediate dry AMD to wet AMD. 
Great. Yeah. I think, I think there's, there's a lot of promise there. And I, it, I think most retina specialists and perhaps patients will be even more excited by the prospect of getting real imaging, real OCT scans at home, um, which uh, is, is kind of in, in the pipeline for your company to develop a product where patients can have retinal macular imaging done, whether they have macular degeneration, diabetes, vein occlusion, any of these conditions that require intravitreal injections. And the monitoring device uh, will interpret the scans itself and alert the doctor's office and notify them of the results. Now, can you tell us a little about the technology and the ease of use for the patient and perhaps the timeline on when this could be, um, when this could be available? Yeah. So I think many patients, most patients uh, that have white AMD, they're very experienced uh, in having OCT scans done in, in the office. Yeah. Um, now, to provide uh, the treating physicians with additional information about the, the disease uh, activity, the recurrence of the disease, uh, we've developed um, a device that is, is very compact, uh, that performs the same type of scans uh, that the in-office OCT uh, devices produce, uh, but uh, that patients can actually self-operate. And um, this, this hardware has been tested. Um, uh, already on a, on a good number of uh, uh, patients in clinical trials. Uh, we're working right now uh, with the Food and Drug Administration to get this product uh, approved in the United States. Um, it's always hard to give a timeline, yeah, uh, but especially under the current COVID-19 situation, we're actually trying to accelerate the process uh, together with the FDA. So we're very hopeful that this will become uh, available soon and will give treating physicians some additional information about um, what the patient status is while uh, using this device at home. That's a good point. Um, home monitoring has become even more critical when we have limited access to our patients and our patients have limited access to, to us as doctors um, because detection of recurrence or new disease activity is critical in preserving vision. Um, patients need to know that um, the sooner that they can get into their doctor when there is a problem, um, you know, the better um, outcomes we'll have with the intravitreal injections to treat it. And oftentimes patients will come in after either being asymptomatic or not knowing that they had a problem for many months uh, and don't necessarily recover as much vision as if they uh, had come in sooner. So, it sounds like this uh, this program and between the uh, the four C home or digital uh, monitoring uh, and an actual imaging device could could offer a lot of promise for for patients uh, who can can experience detection earlier in the disease state and, and have better outcomes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's really the future of. Uh, of medicine is providing more uh, remote care to patients, yeah, um, and also having the patients stay connected uh, with uh, with their ophthalmologists, yeah, uh, who have uh, access and can overlook uh, how the patients are doing. Yeah, that's great. Well, I I appreciate your insight. Um, we we look forward to continued developments from both uh, from both you and your company, as well as 
others on the market to help with uh, patients uh, being able to uh, to get treated earlier, get treated better, uh, receive the injections, and, and maintain vision. So thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate um, your your insight, and perhaps we could have you on again in the future if uh, if something else uh, develops. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Intravitreal Injection Podcast. Please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter at the IVI Podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. Until then, remember, when it comes to intravitreal injections, there's more than meets the eye.